This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Friday morning, a football Friday morning. We're about to get into every NFL game. We'll roll through all of them. 13 left for this week after the one last night. For week 14. Before we do that, though, let's just quickly tell everyone what we're going to be doing next hour because it's really cool. It's our first time doing this. Now, we always throw out our same game parlays for primetime NFL games. We do it for fun. We play it. We have fun. And hopefully, you guys join with us. But we're going to be doing one along with FanDuel for the NBA tonight, the Nets and the Hawks. So we're going to put together a same game parlay. You could jump on and bet it with us, and you'll be able to find it later on today, Joe, in the FanDuel Sportsbook app, which is pretty cool. It'll, it'll have our our logo in there, and it'll have what we do, and, and BeckQL Daily, and, and our, our same game probably will be there. Now, before we, we – and later we'll finalize it and talk about it, but do you feel pressure? Like, do we have to put together a good one? I feel like there's – No, because there's... we suck at these. <laughs> right, but this time we got to hit. we gotta, we got to give people one that might hit. I feel I've pressure got, on this one. So how many do you think we're going to have to come up with? I've got one I feel good about. And four. Four. Four total? Oh, I'm good. Yes. Yeah, we'll be all right. Is everybody throwing one in? Is that how we're doing it? Sure. Yeah, we can do that. Paul, me, you. Sure. Yeah. Jake's on the outs. No. After last producer. night, after, after Purdue, he's out. He's collaboration. He's on a bender. Yes, yes. Exactly. When I'm on a bender, yeah. you'll know. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were. Yeah, you know, yeah but I'm excited about this, Aaron. It'll, it'll be fun. So we'll do this next hour. We'll get into the NBA. I've got and, and... four I want to you know, throw out, so I'm ready. Erin we'll has NBA parlays ready, like when she wakes up. It's just like she's back. Just there. She's back. Around <laughs> seven a.m., I start researching for my parlays. Go. That's that's all that matters. All right, so we'll have that later, and it'll be on the FanDuel Sports app, guys. Let's jump into the NFL Week 14 games for this Sunday. Let's start with a big one: Ravens at Browns. It was one of the first ones I talked about liking the number and the game earlier this week. Uh, the Ravens coming in off of you know a difficult loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Browns coming in off a bye. The last time we saw the Browns, Joe, they were in Baltimore and playing terribly. I mean, their offense was terrible. Their defense actually did a good job against Lamar Jackson, picked him off four times, still couldn't win the game. Um, I'm trying to pull it up here. We still have two and a half. Is the number still two and a half on this one? Last time uh, I started we're, earlier. We're, we're at two and a half on the okay. board. However, we got three in our contest yesterday, so Ooh. that makes it a little tougher, a little bit tougher. So you know what it side is. I'm on. You're like, you're gonna take the three. Um, uh, I'll. Where are you at? Where are you at? I, you I like the Browns. Now? I like the Browns in this game. Uh, you know, and I like them better at two and a half than three, right? You just you feel like you get away from that hook, and you feel better about the whole thing. But 
Mm-hmm. I just I don't like the way the Ravens are playing offensively. This is is this the worst stretch Lamar has had since becoming a starting quarterback? It feels like it's sixty four point four passer rating in the last four or five weeks. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it and, might be. Last three weeks, they're thirtieth, thirtieth in the NFL in net yards per play. So they're not doing anything good right now. I mean, no. it's not just the offense. And I know we we highlight offense nowadays, but it's the old standby with, with Baltimore. You're always going to have a strong defense. It just feels like it's it's too much. We're just getting at a point where everyone who's ever been an all-pro on the roster is now out for the year. And now you add Marlon Humphrey uh, to the list. And Harbaugh saying after the game, we don't, we don't have any cornerbacks. And he was right. He had to change his strategy, in-game strategy, because of uh, the secondary help they're missing. I've been saying it all week. Um, they have failed to score more than 20 points in six of their last seven games. But situationally, I mean, this is something that, Joji, we targeted in the summer that we circled. That How do you not look at, at the Browns in this spot, assuming health? They're, they're preparing for the same team for three weeks because they're coming off the bye. And before that, they had the Sunday night football game against Baltimore. And, and we know the Browns offense looked rough in that one. But, and, and then they go on the bye. And sure, there's some self-evaluation in those weeks. But you're also preparing for the same team. And yep. then that, that sandwich spot for Baltimore was they had a divisional matchup against Pittsburgh, which is never easy, which always comes down to the final seconds. And it came down to the final play last week. So situationally, I love that. Uh, the Browns' numbers overall. The big question is, how's Baker? Because that's how you're going to attack Baltimore. They're admitting right. they don't have much of a secondary right now. How does Baker look? There have been some reports that over the bye – he does look a lot better. We'll see. Uh, the only thing holding me back is this is quite the move. The look ahead was Baltimore minus one. Now in some spots you're staring at Cleveland minus three. And also Stefanski has not had a lot of success ATS in divisional matchups. Yeah, it, it's fair. And, and on Baker, Aaron, I mean, he's had three straight games of 52% or worse completion. It's pretty bad. I mean, he's for a guy that's not a mobile quarterback to have that low of completion percentage, it's bad. I like, I, but I do like the Browns this week. Baker again, not on the injury report, so he's all, yeah, yeah. he's for whatever he is, he's good enough. He's not on the injury report right now. So the Ravens beat the Browns sixteen ten in Baltimore the last time they played, which wasn't that long ago because of this really weird schedule where they right. play each other, have to buy, play each other again. We all know it's very difficult to beat the same team twice in a season. I think, I don't know, I'm, I don't, I'm tempted to do take a Ravens. Plus two and a half, right? Yeah. Three. Oh, two and a half on FanDuel. I yeah. think you'll end up getting yeah. three this weekend. That's my guess. Wait till it goes up. I mean, I mentioned a couple days ago, or maybe it was yesterday. I don't remember about putting the Ravens in a teaser. I was thinking about that too. Mm. But I'd probably be on the Ravens side of this. I like the Ravens in a teaser. Uh, very low total game. Get it up to nine. Sure. Probably. I don't mind that one. Yeah, that works. Um, so you guys are on the Ravens. I'm on the Browns minus a two and a half. No, Let's I'm on the Jets. Browns. I like okay. the Browns. Oh, you're on the Browns. Just oh, that's why you said. Situation. That's why yeah. you said you know who I'm on because you're a Browns guy. We're back. We're you were on the Browns. <laughs> you got off. Now I'm on them. Listen, man, and and I will. Uh, I've been thinking about it. We talked about it the other day. I won't be able to uh, turn down a, a Browns plus five fifty plus six hundred ticket to win the AFC North. They win this game. They're a game back. They're right there. They are right there. And, yep. you know, everybody has a tough schedule in that division down the final stretch. So, Browns win this game. They are live to win the North. 
They certainly are. Let's go to a team that uh, certainly should win their division versus a team that won't. The Jaguars in Tennessee against the Titans. The number on this game is eight and a half. It's, it's come down as the week has gone on to eight and a half here. Uh, I, in the beginning of the week, I was like, ah, this is a weird number. Uh, the Titans have not been impressive now for a little while without Derrick Henry, with all the injuries they've had. But they're off a bye. We had Will Brinson on from CBS Sports today. mentioned how good Vrabel's been off the bye so far as a head coach. I can't. I can't. <laughs> feel good taking the Jaguars. I, I'm, I'm probably not going to take this game, but if I yeah. the side I would pick is the Titans minus eight and a half. I, there's nothing about the Jaguars that makes me feel like they're the right side. They stink. They stink. Yeah, I can't argue that. I mean, uh, so there's some sharp money earlier in the week, and I think ha- taking the Jaguars early in the week when it opened at a lot of spots at 11 was a different right. conversation than yep. what we're having this morning at eight and a half. So some of the sharper betters are not going to take the Jaguars at eight and a half. Now, north of 10, yes, it might be a similar uh, conversation that we're going to have once we get to that Chargers game. I have no interest. Is it inflated? Sure. But maybe it isn't at the moment since it's, it's gone down uh, two and a half points here. So I, you know, Titans off the bye, off a couple of bad losses. Julio to return. I don't know what he's going to look like. They're still missing a couple of their other significant offensive pieces. Tannehill hasn't looked great of late. Um, the, the run game has been fine. You, you want to bet the Jaguars and, and you're not getting double digits. I don't really want to sign up for that one. And the Jags, they've been terrible on the road. Uh, they're 0-5 straight up. They've lost four games in a row. I mean, they're, they're just pathetic. They're one of the worst records ATS on the season at 4-8. and eight. I'm I'm going to be on the sideline for this one. Aaron, what do you think here? Jaguars getting 8.5 against Tennessee. This is a P-A-S-S for me. No, thank yep. you. Yeah, I do. I do like the under on this game, forty-three and a half. I don't know where the Tennessee's offense has not been good for a while now. How about Tennessee in the teaser? Now we're at eight and a half. So I paired them with the Steelers, so I have it in at least one teaser. Yeah, but no, that's a good one to get it down to two and a half. Even if they somehow stink it up for three quarters and they figure it out and win by a field goal, you're in there. I think that's a good way to do it. All right, let's go to the Raiders and the Chiefs. A a good game, an interesting game, and the the Raiders. They blew a chance last week to stay right there in the AFC playoff race um, because they lost to the Washington football team, but they're not dead yet. They're getting 10 points on the road in Kansas City. Total on the game is 47 and a half. Again, what am I missing here? What am I missing with the, the, the Chiefs that I'm – and I know three weeks ago they did beat this same team up, right? That might be a big part of why the line is what it is. But just based on the two teams, like if you kind of just put aside what happened when they played each other, just the two teams all year. This shouldn't be 10. The Chiefs offense is not blowing teams out. And even last week, I still think we were on the right side of the Broncos thing. I it just agree. was Bridgewater just screwed everything up with his pick six. 10 points, is it feels like a lot. Derek Carr against, you know, an offense with the Chiefs that's not putting up 28, 30 a game, right? They're sitting in that 23 range a game or whatever. You think the Raiders the are better than the Broncos? You think the Raiders are better than Broncos or the same? different but the same like yeah that that kind of thing matchup wise they might be worse than the broncos yeah so i think you kind of answered your own question when you said uh, about what happened um a little bit ago in their their first matchup of the season when kansas city won 41 to 14 here here's the question i would love to have an answer to if i had an answer to this question i i know how i would bet this game are are the raiders gonna could gonna play the same defense 
Are they going to play your cover three right. and let Mahomes do what he wants like they did last time? Or are they going to change things up? The blueprint seems to be there, and we see the issues that they're going through right now offensively. So are they going to make that sort of a change? I mean, Mahomes, when he's favored by more than a touchdown, the number is not good. It's not good ATS, whether the offense is rolling or going through some of their issues right now. Waller's status is big to me, and that concerns me a little bit. It sounds like we're getting it's a it's a sharps versus squares game. Which side do you think the sharps are on? The Raiders. Nope. The Chiefs. Public's on the Raiders. Hmm. Yeah. So that that concerns me. And why is this line going up throughout the week? Yeah. So that we is were bizarre. we were at eight and a half, I'd say midweek, and everybody's teasing it. And it kind of made a little little bit of sense there at Arrowhead. Um, well, but the number the number's going up for a reason. The respected money is on KC. And what really scares me is the fact that Chiefs beat the Raiders 41 to 14. So if you think 10's a lot of points, well, they already did it once this season on November 14th. So I don't well, I mean know that's if- that's the game right there. Are are they going to make their adjustments or are they going to play everything the same way? I mean that's if I had that's the answer to that question, to. yeah. Yeah, I would know how to bet this game. Um, but the public being on the Raiders scares me. And it, it actually kind of makes sense because in recent weeks we've seen the Raiders pull off a big upset. We all watched it on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys. And we all saw the Chiefs <laughs> in a bad, ugly, in an ugly game. I think everybody that had eyeballs that was paying attention to that Sunday night game realized that the Broncos were the right side and just things just didn't fall their way. Yeah, if you take away that game in which the Chiefs did that to the Raiders, they're still four and seven against the spread, right? They're, they're, they're still not covering spreads. They didn't do it in the beginning of the year. Then they started doing it when everyone gave up on them. And now we're getting back to where you got to pay a tax on the Chiefs. If you want to bet on the Chiefs, there, there was a, like a, a nice little run there where you could take the Chiefs at, at like, wow, that, that's not a big number. I'll take them at two and a half, three and a half, whatever. Now you're back to paying that tax again because it's the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I like the Raiders side in this game. All right, Saints and Jets on Sunday. This is this is an ugly football game. The, the Saints are going there with Taysom Hill with a bad finger. They're giving five and a half points. Total is 43. Jets, um, I'll say this about the Jets. The first three possessions last week, they scored. It looked like Zach Wilson had a little bit of a pulse there for the first time. And then they didn't do anything the rest of the game. I just, here's the way I look at this game. And, and five and a half feels a lot, like a lot for a Saints team that's been bad for a while. But Sean Payton gets extra time to prepare for Robert Sala who just admit his, his team admitted last week they didn't know which quarterback to prepare for. Like, I know one coach is, knows what he's doing. I don't know if the other coach has any, any idea what he's doing in, with Salah right now. That that might – that's like a – Zach Wilson's – you know, he stunk this year, and that's been like, oh, the Jets picked the wrong quarterback in. But maybe that coaching staff's not what they thought it'd be. I, I'm down on Salah and the Jets. I, I have to be on the Peyton side of this one. I feel like we say that every week with Saints games, and they keep losing. <laughs> Well, we do a I've lot. I've said yeah. it a few times, and I'm like, oh, yeah. well, I guess but I was wrong about that one again. They've been dogs a lot. They haven't been favored in a while. I'm tempted to right. take the Jets for that reason um, as underdogs. The Saints have lost five in a row, so maybe they bounce back. But I also can't trust the Jets. This just feels like another pass for me. I feel like I don't, I don't like either team. Taysom Hill did not look good. With the injured finger last week. So are we going to see more of that? They don't have any receivers. Deontay Harris is suspended. Now Kamara is back. That's good. 
What do you think? I know the Jets have the worst defense in the NFL, but the doesn't everybody know? Doesn't everybody know the ball is going to go to Kamara again and again, and then a few more times? Ramchek still has not practiced this week. Uh, Cam Jordan goes in the COVID list. Ingram goes in the COVID list. I mean, this injury report is ugly for New Orleans. There's no way in hell I'm laying five and a half. Uh, there's a reason it came down from the six and a half. This is Jets or nothing. It might just be. It might be an over because the, the Jets certainly are an over team. Yeah. Zach Wilson looks like he's figuring some stuff out. A little like bit. He a might little bit be out all week. right. Yeah. yeah. Even he'll throw a pick. Put the prop on that right now. I mean, he throws a pick every week. But, yeah, there was some better throws last week for sure. That Jets defense, though, boy, if there's a spot for the Saints to get right, this is it. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Becky Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook Survivor Options for Week 14. That's next right here on the Becky Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.